I'm Lindsay. I'm Austin. And I'm Joe from Pop X Cast. A podcast member of the Gunna Geek Network. Just like the show you're listening to now. The opinions expressed are those of each individual host. Check out all the other podcasts at GunnaGeekNetwork.com. And get ready because geekiness begins in... Three. Two. One. Stand by for a brand new episode of All Things Good and Nerdy, brought to you by the Gunna Geek Network. Bringing you the latest nerdy news and geekdom, here are the hosts of the show. Anthony. No pants, all bacon and dick butts. Naki. Anthony, you need to get laid. Willie. I don't need boobs to like a movie. Chris. So when Chris doesn't know how to transition to a new topic because he's flustered, he just hits the button on the soundboard. And sometimes some special guests. As Magneto once said, Ha ha ha, welcome to die! If you're a kid and listening, you rock and your parents are awful. A brand new ATGN starts in 3, 2, 1. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to episode 237 of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast. I always forget every week, and it's on the damn show notes on this screen. It's on the freaking Hangout on Air screen, and I'm always like, oh shit, what number is it? Because of that one week where I used the same number two weeks in a row, now I'm always freaking paranoid. That I'm gonna I mean, screw that's up. fair. Yeah. That's fair. 37? 237. <laughs> We are almost 100 past the fanboy buzz. When we hit episode 269, I guess we're still a ways out, still about half a year out, we'll be 100 episodes past the fanboy buzz. Because they are weak and they lost. Well, the death of the fanboy buzz did kind of bring us the Gunna Geek Network, so it was kind of also good. There's also that. We miss you, fanboy buzz. Pour one out for your homie. I don't want to pour my coffee cup. Yeah, I don't want to pour my coffee cup out on my desk. That would I ain't, cause... ain't pouring coffee out for nobody. Yeah, fair enough. Do yeah, I have to it... pour out my Carolina, born in the Carolinas Pepsi? Please sponsor me. I wouldn't yeah. mind. Dump I'll that. sell out. So welcome everyone to the show. We've got a full crew here today. I'm Chris. Joining me as per usual, the one, the only, at least the only one that matters, Willie Nelson. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Chris, you gave him a, a, a boost. Like, did you see how happy he got? No shit. I'm here to help people. It was like an early Christmas. I mean, you know I... what that deserves? That deserves a bell. <laughs> Willie, I think you're just stupid. Yeah. Hey, is that real knocky or soundboard knocky? <laughs> that was real knocky. I think of you're course. just stupid. I'll never tell. And of course, we have the one, the only, the one with the magic hair that turns into a beard somehow. Knocky. Yes. Do you guys want to see a magic trick? So real quick, if you're listening to the audio podcast, go and pull up the video version of this on uh, the YouTube channel for Gunna Geek, and you can see Naki's magic trick she's about to do. So Naki, we throw it to you. I got to take off my headphones. So I got to take off my headphones, though, because it doesn't work otherwise. So my hair is black currently. (laughs) Like my soul. I broke it. And now it's blue. (laughs) Oh, so seamless. So seamless. so seamless. Nobody ever knew what we were doing. I know. It's not like I posted it everywhere because I was really excited when I did it. Um, the uh, but... video you posted on Instagram was really cool when you first showed how it worked. I was like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. So kudos on the magic hair. And of course, to round out this week's panel, we've got Anthony Bachman. Hello, sir. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing no pants and coffee. It's a good Sunday. It's too cold for no pants. Not here. My neighbors are trying to cook me out again. 
Yeah, he's got that luck where he's got neighbors that want to live in a sauna. So since he lives below them and heat, excuse me, above them and heat rises, his heating costs will be low this winter. I'm jealous. I'm very jealous. I got my first full bills after the turning off the AC for the month. My power bill was 40. My gas bill was a whopping 10. So when when I was in school, (laughs) uh, the apartment I lived in with my buddies, we had a very similar situation with the people below us. Had their heat cranked so high, the only time our heat would turn on is when they went home for Thanksgiving break. Well, they went home for Thanksgiving break. We tried to turn on our heat, and it wouldn't start because the exhaust pipes or whatever for the heat were plugged up with a bird's nest. So it's like Thanksgiving Day. It is about 60 (laughs) degrees in our apartment because we're like, why the hell would this heat work? And we're calling the emergency maintenance, and it's snowing and windy out, and they're on a ladder yanking bird's nests out of all the exhaust pipes for all the oh, uh, the heating systems. Our heat turned on. It was great after that. We only used it for those three days. So I kid you not, our gas bill some months was three cents. Jeez. Wow. Three cents. Yeah. Mine mine We're was 10 bucks, but it's because it, it, that's also running the water heater here. Yeah. So it's basically, yeah, just, just I'm not really heating my house, but heating up water cost me 10 bucks last month. We had an electric <laughs> water heater in that situation. So that is why we never really had any gas bill, which was wonderful. As a poor college student, it was the best thing ever. So thank you. Uh, if the people who live below me are listening to this for some reason, thanks for heating your house so damn hot because it was wonderful. You think they listen? I wish my landlord would keep his apartment hot, but uh, of course they listen. They uh, he does not. But um, we don't pay in Chicago. It's actually illegal for your landlord to charge you for water, so we don't have to worry about water heating. Oh, sweet. Well, you have to pay the cost for heating the water, don't you? Because that comes out of your electric or gas, or do you use the same water heater as the landlord? I think we use the same water heater. Oh, fuck yeah. That's how you heat your house. Hot water now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, run run some tubing through the walls. Just heat the place with hot water. Mm. So we've, uh, but during the show, I have to turn off our furnace because our furnace is right there and it's loud as shit. So it's really <laughs> cold. <laughs> so right what, kind of, what kind of shits are you having if they're that loud? Whoa, that's kind of true. So I've said it before, infrared that's space a- heater. That's the way to go because they're pretty damn quiet. How are they on the electric bill though? <laughs> well, if you get one of the lower wattage ones and you're only running it when you're in that room or something like that, it's not bad because I have... A lower, well, I have a large one, but I turn down the wattage and I run it down here about an hour before the show starts to get from about 58 degrees to 65 or 68 degrees. Not a problem, really. The whole reason I had to buy those is when my heat died last winter because some logic board fried on there. I had to go and try and find space heaters in the town when it was seven degrees out and we were supposed to be getting a blizzard. Yay! Luckily, that's always the yeah. fun time. I was like, well, let me go to Score. Sears because nobody goes to Sears anymore, which is a sad but true story in American business. And I went into Sears like, yeah, these just came off the truck. I was like, give me two immediately. He goes, <laughs> you know, they're $150 each. Right? I said, I don't care. I have no heat right now. And those two space <laughs> heaters kept my entire townhouse at about 68 degrees until the heat was fixed, even when nice. I turned them down. So it was fan-freaking-tastic. I love those little infrared space heaters and there's less of a fire risk i was gonna say i have the link saved so yeah that might be it, later i on. used to shop at sears and then craftsman through sears stopped having lifetime warranties on everything so there's no point in shopping at sears i thought they still did on hand tools on certain stuff uh, but yeah it used to be efforts. everything with the name craftsman on it had a lifetime warranty and they stopped doing that it's basically yeah, only yeah, the yeah. iron forge dropped uh hand tools well sears went to hell when they bought kmart let's be honest no, yeah, Kmart my, bought them. Whatever way it was. The buddy I stayed with in Chicago, he actually did work for Sears down here. Uh, actually in the uh, tool department, too. So, yeah, he could tell you some horror stories about Sears. 
boyfriend worked for Sears. He was a salesman in the the lawn and garden. Lingerie. Lawn and garden. Why can't he, you hear? He sold gnomes, <laughs> lawn gnomes, <laughs> all day long selling lawn gnomes. Yay, uh, that lawn doesn't gnomes. sound that bad of a deal. No, seriously, <laughs> I'm I'm kind of okay with that. These things sell themselves. Look at that face. It won't wake up in the middle of the night and kill you. No, I do. not at all. Remind me, during the show, I'll try and dig it out. I have a lawn gnome we brought back from us with Belgium that is quite possibly the best one ever. It's Wait. about two and a half feet tall, and it's just flipping the bird. Nice. What, wasn't that a Goosebumps book where the lawn gnome came to life? I thought it was a, a ventriloquist dummy. I think that was another one, but I'm pretty uh, sure there was a... You know oh, what? Yeah. To the internet. I'll be back. Because aren't be there about 200 of those books? I think R.L. Stein wrote one every day. We have a Someone. bunch of them here. <laughs> Someone wrote the one, one that, every day. The, oh, the yeah. only one that ever really got me was the ventriloquist dummy one. Because <laughs> I still, I've been creeped out of those since I was a tiny, tiny child. And it hasn't you changed. Seen, you ever seen the movie Dead Silence? No. You know why? You should. Because it's ventriloquist dummy. <laughs> yeah, it'll scare the shit out of you. It's got the kid uh, Ryan Quantain from uh, True Blood that plays the dumb brother. Oh, he's, he's the adorable. main character. In it. He's great in it. I've seen but him yeah. naked. <laughs> it's, it's about a deadly. No, I'm not listening dummy. to it anymore. I'm thinking about him naked now. We need some of that oh, dream it, music. That uh, <laughs> it was a uh, Goosebumps book called Revenge of the Lawn Gnomes. It even got an episode on the on the TV show. There you I go. I never That's watched fantastic. the TV show. I didn't either. I watched Are You Afraid of the Dark? That show was great. Ooh, and it came with free glow-in-the-dark stickers. <laughs> Yay, stickers. I did, did I ever tell you guys and that's how Boyfriend and I like decided that we're, we're dating? Is I gave him stickers, stickers on our first or date. In the, or Are You Afraid of the Dark? Well, no, they were pirate stickers. They were Pirates of the Caribbean stickers. Interesting. But I gave him those on our first date. I was like, hey, nice to meet you. Have some stickers. <laughs> Is that how dating works nowadays? I'm very confused. (laughs) I'm very confused. Now that I think about it, I'm like, oh, I guess that's kind of weird. Meanwhile, if you want some stickers of your own, you can go to stickersordiaf.com and get some funny ones there. Maybe I need to up my my sticker game. Maybe then I can get some dates. If you gave someone a Diamond Club sticker, they would love you forever. So (laughs) stickersordiaf.com. I don't know why I just plugged that. Stickers work. I've been with him for over three years now. See? Naki knows what she's talking about. Stickers for long term. (laughs) All right, guys. I don't know what to do. Let's just do the news. Where should I stick Live from the ATGN studios on uh, the internet. It's the news of the week. Hey everyone, I hit the wrong button on my on my switcher here, and everything went crazy. So if you're, if you're watching the live stream and wonder why the chat room blew up to all sorts of crazy sizes, it's because I was clicked in the wrong window when I hit the News of the Week button. So my hot key for News of the Week caused the chat room to go to full screen on my 24-inch monitor. Yes. Whoopsie. That makes that little panel on the right side of the screen be all white, basically, and show nothing. Sorry, guys. I'm sorry. Chris is having technical difficulties today. Slight he technical says sorry, but he doesn't mean it. <laughs> I sort of mean it. Not really. He doesn't Don't even lie. see Oh, I meant it. No, I'm sad. The little Jawa say no. You're Ooh, a little dee. Jawa. I don't know what that means. So, guys, this is the news of the week. It's that part of the show where we tell you guys what we think is the coolest, the most interesting, geeky news 
of the week. Sometimes it's sad news. And on that note, I'm going to toss to Anthony first. What do you got for your news this week, sir? Yeah, I'll, I'll do the sad news so we can get it out of the way. Uh, reading this off a article on comicbook.com, Firefly creator Josh Whedon and cast react to the death of Ron Glass. Uh, for any of those that might not have heard, uh, the character you probably know as Shepard Book from Firefly passed away. Uh, Barney or Barney Miller. Yeah, which is yeah the two the two main shows. Uh, veteran actor Ron Glass died of respiratory failure on Friday. He was seventy one years old. Um, let's see what Glass began his professional acting career with appearances in popular television shows like Sanford and Son, All in the Family, Hawaii Five O, The Bob Newhart Show. Basically, he did all like all the TV shows in the seventies and eighties. You go look at his IMDb, and it's insane. The guy pretty much worked constantly for about four decades. But, you know, in the geek community, the one we know him as is Shepard Book on Firefly. And, of course, that being such a very tight-knit cast who, you know, have had so much popularity after, you know, working together for just the one season, they, uh, you know, kind of hit them all pretty hard. Uh, Alan Tudyk put out a couple of tweets, said, Ron Glass is one of the greatest actors to work with. His laugh was beyond infectious and his generosity was ever-present. And Ron Glass was also a sassy smartass, and I prize that very much, a leaf on the wind. Uh, Adam Baldwin wrote uh, Happy Rebirth, Dear Ron Glass, Among the Kindest and Gentlest Souls to Have Walked This Earth With Us. Whedon wrote, uh, He got there with grace, humor, humor, and an enormous heart. He was, among so many other things, my shepherd. Raise appropriately a glass, rest Ron. And then uh, the one that I liked the best was um, Jill Stady put out on her Instagram feed a uh, photo of her with uh, basically just being a goofball with a couple of the actors, and Ron Glass is right there in her face laughing at her. And she wrote, this is me acting like an idiot so I could hear Ron, Gra- Ron Glass laugh. He was the kind of person that remembered the details, that asked about your family's well-being. He hugged hard and often. He would laugh till he cried at a sick joke and top it with a worse one. He loved a gray goose, can- a gray goose crantini and spilled one on my white jeans in the heat of telling a story and then just said, girl, those were ugly pants anyways. <laughs> Everybody did. I love you, Ron. Can't wait to see you again. And then she followed up with uh, probably the best quote from Shepard. I don't care what you believe, just believe it. Yeah, so uh, another another fantastic sci-fi actor lost, or just a fantastic actor, but you know, well-known for a, a huge a huge chunk of the sci-fi community, a Shepard book. And yeah, it, it got me thinking, too. We're down to what is it? There's, there's three Star Trek original crew left. Let's see. You've got... Michelle Nichols. Michelle Nichols. Shatner. Koenig, Shatner, Takei. Okay, uh, and Koenig. Okay, so there's yeah, four, left. four that I can think off the top of my head. Yeah, like it. it it's got to be thinking like there's those certain shows like when it gets down to Shatner, which we, we I think we could all agree Shatner will be the last. Oh, it's gonna be Takei that's the last. No, nah, the the captain won't die. I, I think Shatner will be eating children or whatever it takes. He'll just he'll just keep on running. But when it gets down to the last like original member of Star Trek, like that's going to be a death that's going to hit the nerd community really hard. And I mean, hopefully, decades from now, like the same thing's going to happen with Firefly and whoever's the last. Like that's going to be fucking crazy. No, the one that's going to hit the nerd community real hard when it happens is James Earl Jones. Oh yeah, he's getting up well, there. We're not talking about this. Yeah. Can we not yeah. talk about this? But let's this just say 2016's been a real scar. son of a bitch this year because it it's taken out. A lot of people. At least it got Castro, though. Yeah, but That's yeah, good. I've seen very mixed reactions on that one. How do you have one mixed the- reactions on a communist dictator dying? Never mind. I know, plus but I've, I've, doesn't make up for everything we lost this year. <laughs> uh, the Florence Henderson passed away too. That's true. Um, I mean, like this this year has just wiped us out. Like it's it's almost it's I don't even know. 
2016 is the all-star serial killer. Fucking so many talented people have been taken this year. Wait, sure seems wait, that way. But, but guess what, guys? The Cubs won the World Series. Yeah, so we can blame them, right? Fucking you got Cubs. that. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> you got that. <laughs> Cubs win the World Series and the world goes to shit. You could argue it was going to shit before that happened, though. Yeah. Well, that's how they got through the playoffs. Yeah, okay, touche. <laughs> sacrifices? <laughs> yeah, this is, it's all just all been sacrifices by the Cubs. They're like, we don't care who we have to kill. We just want to win a pennant. Uh, <laughs> Stuncast says in the in the chat room, Prince. Prince hit me hard. Prince and David Bowie both hit me hard when they died. Still, like, a Purple Rain came on the radio the other day, and I happened to just be in an emotional state, and I had a couple tears, and I was like, damn it. Yeah, it was nice uh, around here. All the radio stations played just a ton of Prince music, that, uh, that especially that first week after he went. And oh, yeah, that, that was a huge one. Yeah, the yeah my course. boss listened to R and B constantly on at work, and that was nothing but Prince song after Prince song after Prince song. Twenty sixteen's yeah. been a real bitch. Is the takeaway? Yeah, I think that's the best it's, way. It's to put. been a hard year. But hey, let, let's talk about some some more interesting, well, not interesting, some less sad news. Let's talk about Star Wars, because you guys know we got a Star Wars movie coming out in like three weeks, right? Star Wars! Yeah! <laughs> Jesus. Damn it. Yay? For, Star Wars? For those watching or listening to the audio <laughs> podcast, Anthony is now dancing in front of the cam. Sadly, it is not a sexy dance, ladies, but it is a dance, nonetheless. I, mean, I thought it was. I was going to say, some people might, might say that is a sexy dance. I should have played that bump while he was dancing. I'm sorry. <laughs> it would have got me going if I was a female. This guy's creepy. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Chris. <laughs> that was just about perfect. Just had to be done. So let's go on to the Star Wars <laughs> news here. I've got a couple tidbits I'll bring up that relate to Rogue One, and I might have something else to share with you guys on one of the other anthology films. First story I got from comicbook.com in an interview with Kathleen Kennedy, who is the president at Lucasfilm. It was confirmed and she explained why Rogue One, a Star Wars story, will not have an opening crawl, making it the first Star Wars movie not to have the opening crawl. For those that aren't familiar, it's that panning shot through space where the text for the Star Wars saga, whatever episode it is, goes through on screen. She'd previously alluded as far back as in July that it wouldn't have the crawl, but both she and director Gareth Edwards stated many times it was most likely it wouldn't have the classic intro due to it being a new standalone film that lives outside the central Skywalker saga. According to Kathleen Kennedy, we felt the crawl was so indicative of what those saga films are. Initially, we will probably begin the film in a way that is traditional with just the title. I'm okay with this. It's yeah, different. It makes sense. Change is hard, but like, yeah, I'm okay with it because it's not supposed to be the traditional thing. And like they said, it's not a Skywalker story. And really the more glaring change that really disturbed me a little bit is have you guys watched any of the star Wars movies outside of a new hope since they did the new release on Blu-ray and the digital release? Mm. None of the new ones now. So here's what's, here's what's disturbing the first time you watch it and you watch a new hope and you're like, yeah, you get the 20th century Fox fanfare. Yeah, for all the other Star Wars movies, when they re-release them, you don't get the 20th Century Fox fanfare anymore. So the the I, you guys are all used to whatever it is the da 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 da, da whatever it is. I can't reproduce it very well on here, but Got you get the, right. yeah the 20th Century Fox logo and like the trumpets and all of that. That's so indicative yeah. of hey, Star Wars is about to start before it goes da 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 and all that stuff. That is all gone unless you watch A New Hope because Fox only has a stake in A New Hope at this point in time. Oh, wow. Yeah. 
Yeah, see, the, the six DVDs I have, they all still have it on it. So, right. yeah, I'm glad I got those older ones. Yeah, so the Blu-ray <laughs> release that they just put out like four, two or three years ago, that's how it is. And if you got the digital copies, which I did on Black Friday, because when <laughs> I could get the digital copies of Star Wars for like 50 bucks and then take my Google Play credit off the top, I kind of had to do it. Yeah, I kind of had to do it. So other Star Wars news. Uh, ben Mendelsohn, who plays Director Krennic, who you've seen in the trailer as the guy wearing the white uniform with the cloak, did some interviews with Empire Magazine to kind of describe the relationship between Lord Vader and Krennic. According to them, he goes, it's fair to say Lord Vader and I aren't friendly. Uh, <laughs> Darth is very much about the Force. Krennic is Force. Not really down with the whole mystical thing. So one thing to keep in mind, if you are a super Star Wars fan and interested, there is a book that is out right now that is the prequel to Rogue One. I have not read it. I probably won't read it. But you can go and read that where you find out that Krennic, this character, has had ties to the Empire for decades. He was a Corps of Engineer officer in the Grand Army of the Republic during the Clone Wars and was personally brought in to develop the Death Star by then-Chancellor Palpatine before he was the Emperor. According to Mendelssohn, he so said... Let me, go ahead, Willie. So let me get this straight. There's a prequel book to a prequel movie that also has prequel movies and also has sequel movies that are still ongoing and is also going to get another prequel movies. Welcome to the Disney machine, my friend, where they tie yeah, right. everything in. As uh, part that's of the pre-sequel. <laughs> that's, yeah. That's, I just love that Mendelssohn looks like a badass young Ian McClellan. All those shots, he looks like Magneto. He does. Like it just it, it reminds me of a young Ian McClellan. He just looks like Magneto being a badass. I'm really enjoying watching Steven blow up the chat room. Yeah. I'm sorry. For, for those who aren't paying attention, uh, <laughs> Steven has been making his comments known on Star Wars, basically saying it needs to have the opening credits. Like it has Vader in the film. It's a bridge between the movies. Do the damn freaking credits. <laughs> Sets geeks yeah, live on fire and walks away. <laughs> burn books. <laughs> don't burn books. Yeah, Lowlife Utaku books. has a very good point, though. He says, be cautious with overhype. Remember the wing effect. So I'm not overhyped for this one, actually. I'm very curious to see what they do. There's, I, I know Suncast had asked, and I think on Twitter said, does anyone think it's going to be bigger than episode seven? And I kind of saved that to address on the show today. I don't know that it'll necessarily be bigger than episode seven because part of what happened with episode seven is you had a lot of people like myself who are like, I am never going to see another Star Wars movie again. And then it was, hey, here's a Star Wars movie. And I was like, I have to go see this immediately. I don't <laughs> think you can recapture that, that feeling of, I was never going to get this again. And now you're getting Star Wars every year, basically. Well, well and plus Rogue One has the same problem that the prequels do. We know how it ends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's that. But the the thing with Rogue One that you might get, though, is the fact that the people who have now seen episode seven for the first time, you know, or is that being because like younger crowd that being their first movie. Now they want to see all the Star Wars movies. So now you're grabbing a bigger, you know, chunk of crowd there. Yeah. Plus, yeah. Donnie Yen, folks. Donnie Yen. Donnie Yen hype train. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. So I, I love I loved episode seven, but man, blind Jedi Donnie Yen whooping stormtrooper ass. Mm -hmm. Opening day. I uh, I if you and I've said this before, if you've not seen it, man, I know it's subtitled. Just get over it. It's worth it. it watch it. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, that so movie that don't watch the third one. Don't watch the third one. It's yeah, all the Mike. The Mike Tyson one's a little tough. Uh, the second one is okay, but the first one, goddamn. Do I have to? <laughs> you don't yes. have to, but you should. Yes. <laughs> Just like you guys should watch The Fifth Element. It's on the list. I'll get there eventually. Well, it's not streaming anywhere anymore, so I can't say I, I can easily watch if it. If someone wants to buy me a All copy right. of The Fifth Element, I'll watch it. 
Yeah, if you there buy you me go. a copy of The Fifth Element, I will watch it. And I will stream myself watching it. Buy it. <laughs> so Suncast in the chat room element. says he thinks that Rogue One's going to be bigger than The Force Awakens. And I'm curious, I asked him in the chat room Suncast why he thinks that. Wrong. So. Well, I could kind <laughs> no, of see why some people might think that. But what do you mean by bigger? Like like movie sales wise, like movie tickets? I think it probably will. I could see the argument because you've got everyone hyped up with the fact of, oh my god, we just had episode seven. This is fantastic. More Star Wars. But I because I think that some people don't understand this isn't episode eight that you're getting. That's the problem. Yeah, some no. people just hear Star yeah. Wars and they think, oh, I get more of Ray and Finn and Poe, and I get to see no. what's been going on with Luke. No, Luke Skywalker's not in this. Yeah, because this is what it's like episode, episode seven. It's this in between three point five is what this is. Is it three point five or is it yes, if yes, you believe the fan, four. If you believe the fan <laughs> speculation, and this is all based off of speculation, there is no spoilers that I know of, but it's speculative and could be right, is that Rogue One will end as they transmit the blueprints to Princess Leia on the Tanti four. That's what a lot there of people are expecting is the movie's going to end as they transmit those records and as Vader comes in and just wipes them out. That's what a lot of people theorize. Of course, people also theorize that Jyn Erso is eventually going to marry Luke Skywalker now. That's the current thing and that that's Rey's mom. But I don't know that I believe that either. I still think she's a Kenobi. Mm. I like the Kenobi theory myself. I think she's oh. not related to anybody. I like Ray's a Kenobi. That could be interesting too. So Suncast, I, I overran it in the chat room. He said, here's why he thinks it's going to be bigger. Nostalgia factor, since it's a prequel and stays true to the look and feel of the original three episodes. Yep. I can see that. That's where I thought went with the nostalgia. Yeah, I really wow. enjoyed watching the trailers because I was like, hey, these are the X-Wings I remember. And it looked really cool. It's all of the Star Wars that I grew up with versus the Star Wars that a different generation grew up with the, with the prequels. And then there's now the new generation who's growing up with eight, you know, I'm really seven I, think and eight. I think it'll be fantastic. I just don't think it'll do the force awakens numbers because that was taking the story forward, which we hadn't seen in far too long. I hope I'm wrong. I hope it makes all the friggin' money in the world. And they realize that star Wars is just a money press. And if they keep putting good movies out, people will keep going to go watch it. <laughs> that the is key, the key, though, right? That's the Dis key. It's they have to be good. So here's yeah, Disney realized Disney realized that when they paid $4 billion for it, they're like, this is just a money press. So yeah, here, here's the key though. We've said similar things before. Remember about Marvel, all they need to realize is they keep making good movies. People will go and see them. Has there really been a clunker of a Marvel movie? Age of Ultron kind of. <laughs> Not if you look at dollar Marvel, one and two. Yeah. Mm. okay let, let me rephrase has there been a clunker dollars. yeah has there been a clunker in the fact it's been completely critically panned and did not make decent no. money let the me rephrase. last marvel film was previous to marvel studios that was a clunker and that was punisher Warzone, which was a fantastic movie but the critics hated it and it made almost no money i don't think it i even fantastic. saw it it's awesome Ooh. ray stevenson is so great as his version oh, yeah. of frank castle and um uh wayne knight we have Wayne Knight's great in it. Um, it's directed by a woman, and made she made it ultra violent to where like it's cartoony. Like every time he's hit someone's neck with a knife, like blood shirts like eighteen feet. Like it's utterly ridiculous. And Hitting it was amazing a parkour guy with a yeah. rocket launcher yeah. in the middle of the of a flip. Yeah, a dude's jumping from one roof to another roof, and Frank hits him with a fucking rocket. And like, you don't even know what's going to happen. They're just doing parkour on roofs, and you're yeah. just following them. And all of a sudden, one goes, and the next can go booms like. What? what? It's oh, fantastic. After, fifth, after Fifth Element, Naki, go watch that. Warzone is great. 
Again, if you want to send me these movies, I will watch them and stream myself watching them. You can also send me just digital gift cards so I can buy stuff from the Google Play Store or Amazon Marketplace and stream them that way. I'm happy to consume them in whatever way is most convenient for you to give them to me. Exactly. (laughs) This will also... Also that that I will I will I will take I will take that as well. If you want me to watch something specifically, you can send it to me on Amazon. It's the easiest way for me to stream it. Yeah, <laughs> you can you probably go. rent it for like two ninety nine or three ninety nine on services like Reddit, yeah. easily accessible or, to you. Yeah, yeah. Or you can send it to me. Whatever. <laughs> God, you're so annoying, Naki. See, Punisher Warzone is two ninety nine. Willie, I Google. think you're just stupid. <laughs> I love that bump. Chris Naki. I don't like this. <laughs> this guy's creepy. <laughs> That's true. So I got one last short Star Wars story and I'll throw it off to someone else. Hey guys, we almost got a Boba Fett spin-off movie. Entertainment Weekly was doing a story about Rogue One and the future of the Star Wars movie universes. They threw an interesting tidbit out there about Boba Fett. It was so close to being announced in a teaser reel in Star Wars Celebration 2015 upcoming Boba Fett film. However, it was canceled at the last minute after Josh Trank departed Disney after his rumored issues on the set of Fantastic Four. If rumors were true, the Boba Fett film would follow Rogue One and arrive in 2018. Since it didn't happen, they moved the solo Han the solo Han Solo movie up to 2018 <laughs> from 2020. It could still happen, but there is no plans at the moment for it to continue. So yeah, we almost got Boba Fett, but Josh Trank's meltdown prevented it from happening. And I'm kind of okay with it. Cause I think a solo Han Solo movie, better idea. <laughs> I mean, I like the idea of a solo Boba Fett movie, but at the same time, like I'm kind of more excited for Han Solo. I like the idea of Josh Trank being able to do a movie where, you know, shit doesn't go crazy. I want to see him get back in there. Cause Chronicle was a fantastic film. The guy makes great movies, but, but was it because of him? Why Chronicle was yeah. good? I don't know. I'm more on the Max Landis side. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll the, see what happens. The story's great. Yeah. We'll be a question of his next film. We'll see what happens as they try and recreate Chronicle with the power Rangers movie now. Yeah. Right. Uh, little wow. life. Of taco really says does look like it. <gasps> yeah. Look, the Life of Taco says, fuck the Fett movie. I want 1313. God damn it. Oh, yeah. I am still yeah. butt hurt over not getting yeah. Star Wars 1313. It looks oh, wait, so was, good. That was the one like you played in like the dirty alloways of Coruscant, right? Yeah, it was basically Uncharted in Star Wars. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that would have gone. That's how you say you're supposed to say 1313. I always thought it was 1313. I heard 1313 is how it was described in the E3 coverage and stuff like that. Well, damn. Willie's wrong again. Wrong again. What's well, I mean, really, I, just I think thought just this God, why? What's <laughs> <laughs> my time to quit? I quit. What's going to be my time? <laughs> I can't hear you. <laughs> you don't care. No Hulk Hogan. <laughs> you, whether you can hear it or not. I will not push that button again today. I have over pushed the, the button. But when have I get you? when I get have new bumps, you? I get excited. I hit the button too many times and then people get tired of them. But it is a wonderful bump that I will keep. Do it. Do it. Hit the button. Willie, I think you're hit just button. That one wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> Shut Naki. Sorry, there I just saw, he I saw him put on the headphones. I had to do it. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> no, you don't. Willie, you love me. The bell has spoken. <laughs> Bells don't speak. The bell has Oh, done. God. Why do we have cowbells and bells? And 
cowbell is not allowed. Uh, are we turn buddies. are we turning into a shitty local morning show on the radio? <laughs> They're trying. We would get paid more. Oh, that's back that's me up, Bell buddy. No bell buddy. <laughs> Awkward silence, silence as everyone. It's good. So that's all I had for my news story. All sorts of Star Wars news. I'm kind of okay with the loss of the Boba Fett film. It might happen again one day, but let's be honest. Han Solo has a lot more appeal than Boba Fett to the masses. Are you sure? Uh, yes. I mean, Boba Fett just has a really cool armor so, set. So well, yeah. let me pose you a hypothetical here. Until they give him a full movie. Yeah. Let me pose my... He's not mysterious anymore. Yeah, let me pose you a hypothetical, though. If I went up to my mom and said, Mom, are you excited about the Boba Fett movie? She'd be like, who? And if I said, Mom, are you excited about the Han Solo movie? She'd be like, oh, I know who that is, but probably not. <laughs> so there's a difference like to someone who doesn't follow star wars they know han solo they don't know boba fett so we're pretty much getting a indiana jones han solo movie that'd be awesome yeah and that's pretty much what you're describing and you said uh uncharted well that was 1313 that's what the game was in the past we don't know anything about the han solo prequel and the fact that they've cast donald glover as lando and alden emmerich emmerich i think is how you say it as han solo why Why did my boyfriend just say in the chat room, I have nipple tats? Well, you should poke your head out the door and look and see. I, <laughs> bring, bring the Bible crotch in. He can't Let's see this for real. He won't hear us say that for another 30 seconds. You've got time. I've got time. <laughs> You've got time. Can go you can right just out yell out the door. I mean, you don't have to open it. I'm sure you can hear it. Well, no, he's doing the dishes, supposedly. I don't know if that's true. Well, maybe he's swinging his nipple tassels. Maybe he put towels on the nipple tassels so he's drying the dishes by going like that. <laughs> Using go. his nipple tassels. <laughs> I like the dry with titty. <laughs> what? It's possible. It's funny because it's true. The world should run on the world should run on titty power. It doesn't. I thought it did. He's gonna come busting in here with nipple tassels. I hope he does. Hopefully. Oh, one second. I need to write this in my book so I remember it later. Bye, nipple tassels. Oh, dear Lord. I, I laughed so hard I teared up. Check to see if they have ball tassels. Oh, dear. Oh. So, Naki, now that we're talking about nipple tassels and there's no way to really transition out, I'm just going to ask what's your news of the week. Uh, I go. enjoy finding out sh- shitty stories of uh, Black Friday. Since uh, I don't partake, the only thing that I that I wanted to do was go to CVS because uh, I don't want to pay a lot for holiday decorations. And we were having people over yesterday, so but we even then we went to there and there was nothing. So we went to the dollar store and that worked out well for us. Did you get um, stickers? No, oh. no stickers. Because you got like bows. hipster stickers in your wall. That's why I was curious. Yeah, we didn't find any good hipster stickers. But, but apparently found nipple tassels, so... Apparently I have nipple tassels somewhere in this apartment. I almost spit took my coffee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're welcome. My monitor would not thank you. Um, <sighs> so I'm going to post it in the chat room so you guys can see this too. Uh, but the worst one that I found was what people did to the Nike store. It literally looks like somebody ran through like with one of those like long sticks and just knocked everything off. Like, I feel so bad for those employees. Like it looks like a shit storm in there. Uh, people were assholes. And I, I, like I said, uh, I, uh, I Americans don't... are assholes. Have you seen the Canadian video? Yeah. The Canadian no. video is awesome. It's a, 
Black Friday video, they open a Best Buy, all the employees are standing there, like, clapping, and all these <laughs> Canadians just walk in quietly, nobody's pushing, and it's like 300 people that you see in the video in, like, 45 seconds, all walk in, nobody's shoving, nobody's yelling, it's That's... ridiculously Canadian. Was it awkward for the people walking in? I would just feel awkward, like, oh, they're just are clapping. Doors open, so they're walking in, it's Black Friday, they're celebrating, Yeah, they're all smiling, having a good day. I mean, that's really cool, and I wish that's how Black <laughs> Friday worked in America, but that's not. Also, Suncast just put a link in the chat room for a hipster nativity scene, and I kind of really want it. It is ridiculous. And it's only I $130. It's, it's not worth $130, but it's hilarious. Oh, my um, God. Wait, that doesn't make sense. Why would, why would hipsters like Christianity? Wouldn't they like the thing that came before and think it's way better? You but know? there's gluten-free feed for the cow. Let's see. Three wise I mean, men on segways bearing gifts from Amazon. Uh, <laughs> one of these three individuals has even a waxed mustache. Mary's holding a cup of Starbucks next to baby Jesus while making a pursed lip duck face for her selfie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, was, it is. Is there a selfie stick? No. There's sheep in sweaters. There's, uh, oh my God. Like, this is just There's amazing. solar panels <laughs> on the barn. Wait, oh, sheep I wearing didn't even sweaters? See that. <laughs> That's like me wearing a hair sweater. You, you are wearing a hair sweater, Willie. Well, Don't you know what I mean. Shirt. If I shave it off and reattach it, oh. or we wear it. Should I take off my shirt again? No. 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 <laughs> Good, because my nipples are really pointy. It's kind of cold in here. This is our show, guys. All the better to hang the nipple tassels with, I guess. Oh, God damn it. It'll Why stick better if they're hard. <laughs> since, li- <laughs> since living together... Boyfriend and I have learned quite a bit about each other. Apparently, he likes nipple tassels. His fondness for nipple tassels being one of those Hold things. Hold on a second. He's falling off. Lick. There we go. <sighs> well, um, awkward again. Oh, so, Willie, Willie, what's your... Oh, God. Willie, what's your news this week? <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep it short and sweet because what's better than a story about a game... When the story is actually more hilarious than the actual game itself. Oh, that's a great tease right there. Bring it on. <laughs> no Man's Sky. No one gives a fuck about the actual game. Who plays it still? <laughs> I mean, really. But the story behind it is way more hilarious. The subreddit has been having a, um, a count, a count that keeps going up each day for the days that Sean Murray, the head of Hello Games, has been silent on social media. And I think it got to 98. And then when they announced this part of the news, uh, what they call the foundation update, I think it's update 1.1. They're in debate whether or not that counts as uh, him coming out of the, the you know, no talking. And like, no, well, he actually didn't put it out. It's the whole company putting it out. So he didn't count. Yeah. It's hilarious. The update looks like it doesn't entice me at all. It adds three different modes. I don't even care about them. You can build a home base on a home planet about a game where the whole point is to go from planet to planet and keep on going further away from every planet you've already visited. Why would you have a home planet? Makes no sense. Saying this, I didn't beat the game, so I don't know at the center of the universe if you get your own planet there. I don't know. <laughs> but then wouldn't you Nor still do I have care. to restart the game to start the game? I think that's what happens when you get to the center of the universe, it puts you back out and you got to come back in. I don't know. I, I don't Does it look like I played this game that much? I played for the most. Mm. Yeah, Willie, you've played the most out of any of us. Probably I what? put about a half hour in before I returned it with Steam's refund policy. I don't think 
Naki or Willie have, or excuse me, Anthony have played it. Nope. No, and I read the update, and to me, it just sounds like Galactic Farmville. So I didn't see any reason to play it. <laughs> I think yeah, it was. No, like, I think I played like six hours of it, maybe. But yeah, this game, the story behind the game, is way more interesting than the actual game itself. So for those of you that are uh, No Man's Sky fans, some of the stuff that they did bring in is new game modes, normal mode, which is the original No Man's Sky, creative, which is a base building mode. And survival, which the developers described as a much more challenging endurance experience. So it's more like survival mode of Minecraft. I think so. They are now calling the foundation update the first of many free updates. You can find the patch notes, which I guess are fairly lengthy, over on no-mans-sky.com. That's where you can the, find the updates. The biggest problem is none of the none of this update makes it actually look like the um, the original trailer when they first announced it. And I just wanted to fly planet to planet with my friends. So, uh, like Willie oh, had Willie had referenced, there had been some uh, all quiet on the social media front. I guess uh, what's the guy's la- first name? Uh, Sean Murray, Sean who Murray. heads up the, stir- the story or the the developer studio rather. It said, "If you could have lived our lives over the last months, <laughs> you'd know how meaningful this is." <laughs> Sorry, people are still making fun of you. Meaningful. Sorry, I'm not laughing at that. I'm laughing at the gift that Suncast just put in the chat room. Oh my god, that is fantastic! <laughs> I gotta open it. I gotta click on it. One second. Let's it's see. the greatest gift to... ever, which I will be saving onto my computer on second, as we speak. <laughs> oh Jesus! I'm so, glad that is. Naki, nice. please describe it for our audio <laughs> listeners. I'll be closing that gift and not saving it. Thank you very much. It is the uh, gift of Willie licking himself and putting back on a nipple tassel. <laughs> and you know what? I approve with a bell. I can't think of a better way to transition transition rather out of these News of the Week stories than to mm. talk about that wonderful gift. Thank you, Suncast for the hours of entertainment you've provided us as I am posting that GIF everywhere on the damn planet. Yay! That is my plan. That's my plan. <laughs> it's a good GIF. That's a good GIF. This is that high-quality level of entertainment you expect on this every Sunday morning with the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast, which, is, the- which is part of the Gunning Geek Network. I was transitioning Uh-oh. there. I sort of did it. <laughs> Sorry, sorry. Hang on, I gotta get back to the show notes. So, for those that aren't familiar, All Things Good and Nerdy, like I said, it is part of the Gun and Geek Network. We have 18 or 19 different podcasts to make up the network, because I always lose count. All sorts of different things, be it you're a gamer and you want to hear about gaming stories, or you love the show Supergirl, or Arrow, or Flash, and you want to hear stories on that. There is a variety of different things you can find on the Gun and Geek Network, but there's some new and exciting news this week that Naki's going to tell you all about that just happened. Hang on, I'm yawning. Anyways, um, <clears throat> I'm pleased to announce that we have a new addition to the network. Yay! It is the Doom Ninja Podcast. So what is the Doom Ninja Podcast? They talk about gaming, but with a twist. So what's the twist? They actually have game development experience. Doom Ninja isn't just covering mainstream games either. They cover indie gaming, old games, and a bunch in between. Please welcome Doom Ninja to the network. Check out their latest episode in the cor- their corner of GunnaGeek.com. Welcome aboard. 
I'm a game fan. I'll enjoy that. So you should go check out the Doom Ninja podcast. It's really fun. I believe they also live live stream their recordings. I just cannot remember their schedule off the top of my head. So keep an eye open. We'll post updates on the Facebooks and the Twitters and things like that. But welcome aboard Doom Ninja podcast. And I got to say, I love the name of that show. I was so last night I was telling uh, Drassman and uh, boyfriend about it and I couldn't remember if it was Ninja Doom or Doom Ninja and I was like it's one or the other and either way I'm kind of jealous yeah it's, it's a badass name <laughs> as well you should be doom, I mean, we'll doom, us. Doom, all things good doom. nerdy that's a mouthful that's why we call it ATGN and I will update if you're watching the podcast live video right now for the network portion of things there's generally a scrolling page of all of the podcast logos I will update that and put the Doom Ninja podcast uh, cover art in there soon so Yay. Welcome aboard, guys, and uh, thanks for joining us. And I, before we start wrapping things up, I guess, because we're running into that time, I did see that uh, Lola Futaku just put something in the chat room we probably should talk mm. about briefly. Another video game yeah. news, Marvel vs. Uh, Capcom 4 might be announced at PSX. Yeah, I would, yeah. I would hold off on announcing that until it's actually official. Might. Yeah, all they released was just an image of, the, of a 4, right? Yep. Uh, I did see on a uh, Twitter, uh, Robbie Rodriguez, the artist for uh, Spider Gwen, he saw that and he put on his Twitter that if that is Capcom versus Marvel Four and if Spider Gwen is a part of it, he will consider his life complete. That's awesome. Nice. That's awesome. <laughs> Go back to Marvel vs. Capcom Two, where they had fifty playable characters. Come on. Yeah. Come on, man. Did you guys also see that the Alien uh, poster came out? Uh, May fifteenth. The best oh, thing yeah. was the Sonic the Hedgehog parody poster. The, that came the out Sonic of it. the he- the Sonic poster was amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was. Sonic. I'm just waiting on uh, Prometheus too because I I enjoyed that. I don't think it's coming, mm-hmm. is it? No. I think it's up in the air again. Yeah, the well, new Alien the poster co- is nice. So just I love the tagline. Run. <laughs> but I want to go to the homeworld of the engineers. Alien is one of my absolute favorite sci-fi horror series, so I'm really excited. But I don't know if I can get boyfriend to go see it with me. <laughs> then he sucks. Alien is awesome. Alien's amazing. I don't know if he likes him, though. It's game over, man. Game, game over, over, man. <laughs> well, guys, looking at the time, we have about 17 minutes left of showtime. So it's probably the time for us to start wrapping up with our traditional bit, a little segment called what I'm into, it's our chance to share with you guys who are watching live or listening to the podcast at a later date, just what geeky and nerdy things we've been getting into and maybe, just maybe, swaying you to getting interested in some of those same things. So, who's going to go first? Uh, Willie pointed at himself, he can go first. Cha-ching! Well, uh, I had a lot of stuff happen to me. Monday, I bought Skyrim, the remaster for the PS4. And then Thursday... Yeah, um, yeah. I saw it went on sale for thirty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> did you return it? I did because I bought it used. Okay. And at GameStop, you have a seven day, no questions asked, just return it if you want to. And I did. And then I was just gonna buy it on the PSN, uh, download it. But then they said, "Well, we're also having a sale for it um, for thirty bucks." So I was like, "All right, I'll buy it brand new as I'm returning this used copy of it and get." <laughs> <laughs> Two uh, twenty dollar uh, PSN cards. So I was going to buy some PSN games, download it later on anyway. And so in your use case, it makes really a little well. more sense to buy the digital copy because we're not surprising anyone when we say that your internet's butt slow. 
Yeah, but I mean, I can just download overnight. I'm good. I don't give a shit. Okay. And then I like, guess I'll, I'll mention this Tuesday. Uh, I got I kind of got arrested. <laughs> what? I'm out. <laughs> Whoops. What do you mean? Kinda? Either you got arrested or you didn't. Okay, then I, yeah, I fully got arrested. Yeah, there's no yeah, kind yeah. about it. I got handcuffed, took to the station, processed, <laughs> you know, waiting there for five hours. Don't worry. Only had a hundred dollar bond. My buddy, I gave my card to my buddies. Take the money out. Get me out. That was a that was a fun little text message that I got from him because I was we were talking about playing Overwatch. He's like, "Yeah, uh, so got arrested." <laughs> Willie, GTA Five is not real life. You can't just drive over people and take their money and run. No, no, no. It was just a hooker. They don't they don't have souls. It don't matter. Oh, jeez. It's a GTA joke. Before anyone starts sending us hate mail, it's a GTA joke. Yeah, they should a, know. He's got a point. They listen to they they listen to this show. They should know this by now. All right, that's the biggest thing. You you have sex with a hooker. She gets out, and you go back and kill her and get your money back. Well, Willie, we're we're glad you're out of jail, sir. <laughs> yeah, that was no fun. I remember just hour three to five. It's like, or actually hour two to five. I was like, so my buddies came right. They they got my money and they and they totally came for me, right? They, <laughs> they should have been here by now. <laughs> they didn't just run off with my money, did they? I was like, <laughs> my damn it, I had the shittiest friends ever. Where are they? <laughs> and of course, when I when I finally when they said, "Oh, we're getting you released," uh, the only the biggest problem was there was a shift change. That's why I was in there for so long. I got in there one during a shift change, and I couldn't just get right back out. That was the problem. Ah, oh, it sucks so bad. You know how uncomfortable the back of cop cars are? They give you no leg room, especially for someone my size. Well, it's to keep you from flailing around as easily as my guess. Oh, I was it's just someone, sitting back there talking to the cop. He was a nice guy. It's someone He's just doing his has, job. It's yeah. it's not bad for me, but I have no legs in comparison to you. So That's because yeah, Naki's like three like foot this. two. My hand's behind my back. That thing is uncomfortable. I can tell you that. Bumps are a plenty, and they were not fun. Yeah, try not to get arrested, anybody. It's no fun. It's do your best. On, it's not on my list of things to do yeah. this year. Gone 38 years and six years in the Navy without doing it. Not starting now. The funniest thing was while I was waiting, the guy in the next room over, I guess I was like in a, not really a holding room. It's kind of like where they do all the paperwork stuff. Is like your own individual room where they lock in. Um, next guy over, he was on the phone. Like, it sounded like he was his mom saying, no, I'm not. They're not going to charge. They're not going to put me in jail tomorrow with the uh with the charge i'm gonna get out and they're gonna give me another day just come get me out he was trying to argue <laughs> with them because they thought he, he was just gonna get rearrested tomorrow so what's the point it's like just <laughs> come get me out mom jeez <laughs> that was mom. hilarious come uh, get me. <laughs> um oh and then uh I'll, I'll segue to naki for this i also got uh the jackbox party pack three which has some fun games, including Quiplash 2, the sequel, um, which, how about this? After the show, I'll be playing on Twitch, and you can all come join in. So what's the URL for people that want to play? That's twitch.tv slash southporky. There you go. So after the show, probably wait about five or ten minutes for them to get things set up. Head over to twitch.tv slash southporky, and you too can come play Quiplash with folks. Give me a little bit more time. I gotta go take a loud shit like uh, Naki's uh, heater. <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
<laughs> I was going to pull up the awesome <laughs> You win. Okay. You just won the podcast right yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> With loud shit. Jeez. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it was worth it, Naki. Come on. That's oh. a good call back. But um, yeah. yeah, so it has Quiplash, has something like a murder trivia party, which is actually fun. The whole point is you answer trivia questions. If you get it wrong, you're into like a little mini game where you have to try and not die. Do your best, but it's stupid. <laughs> it's not stupid. It's fun. It's I stupid. won the first round with me and my buddies. Well, even though I was already dead, I caught up with them and won. You got, I got my body back. And um, what else is there? There's something that you, called faking it, where you have you have to be in the same room to play with other people because it involves like raising your hand, looking at other people, like and it. Everyone gets like a thing, like raise your hand if you. I don't know, I'm going dirty with this. If you're done anal. And then it's with yeah, one you went person. dirty with it. <laughs> yeah, and there's one person who doesn't get anything. Just says, "Hey, just try and blend in. Ra- raise your hand or don't raise your hand. Hopefully, they won't notice." And then after that, you kind of have to figure out like who's fake, who doesn't know what we're doing, who doesn't know what we're doing, and then you have to vote, and it's all fun. And sometimes you have the points, sometimes you have to hold up fingers about how many things you've done. It's a fun one. Uh, but uh, no, I'm forgetting another one. But oh, guespionage. We have to guess percentages. It's fun. That one. We might stupid. try that. Naki, Miss Naysayer. <laughs> Sounds like math. Uh, no, I was just terrible at it, and I lost every round, so I hated it. <laughs> oh, so it's stupid. It's a it's, dumb game. I'm bad at it. It is. It's stupid. But <laughs> one of the best ones is called TKO, spelled T-E-E-K-O. And that is my favorite thing I ever did at uh, Naki's showing right there. Right here. Pretty much what it is, you have to draw a bunch of pictures. And then after you draw, as uh, I think, what, two pictures are beginning with? Yeah, you start with two pictures, and then you had to write in a bunch of slogans. Yeah, just a bunch of slogans. It didn't give you, like, any pictures. or You'd have to write funny stuff unrelated to anything or related stuff. And then it puts – and then people have the picture, and they can choose between four different other phrases that put on the shirt. And we had some of the best ones. And it puts it on a shirt on the screen, and people vote for which one they like better. The best part about it is – you can actually buy your shirt That's at the fantastic. end of it. Yep. They give you a link, and it's eighteen dollars plus free shipping. So yay! There's that's awesome. But does the shirt come in size fat? Because that's what I need. <laughs> that is a little. I think anything <laughs> extra large is extra. I, I was. I'm still debating buying one for boyfriend. For, for and my favorite. He's one watching. Don't tell a- him that. <laughs> yeah, he's talking about taking a shit. It's fine. He's talking about the new Pokemon, the wild shit. <laughs> and then uh and then i drew a picture of just a stick figure giving the finger with a dick and balls just hanging down and then uh after that i also just wrote in a bunch of phrases one of them was hung like this and was it yours Naki, that you put yeah, them together i put them together <laughs> and so you got a stick figure giving the finger just dick and balls and it says hung like this underneath <laughs> it i want to get this shirt so bad <laughs> that's pretty cool <laughs> There is one that my favorite was the one that uh uh I don't know who wrote it or who um I hear Pokemon Go <laughs> who made the, the picture uh but it was just a crab on a beach but I wrote as the phrase as a uh, I dislike modern architecture <laughs> so that was that my one crab was there. <laughs> I got the crabs I wrote the the that one and then it was my picture of a flower. And then I had wrote the slogan, I enjoy PBR and salad. And so somebody put that at the bottom. <laughs> so this, we'll probably this, play that first. Uh, the TKO is 
fun with the more people you get. I think you have up to eight people playing all at once, putting in drawings and stuff. And uh, we played this before the Jackbox and Quiplash and everything. They updated the settings to be awesome now, where I can hide the room code. Because there's always a problem of anyone can just join in who's watching, and they can just jump in the game, and they will straight up jump the racism and just bad jokes, and they just ruin the fun for everybody. But So now you can censor it. I can hide the room code and only like nice. private message people what the room code is, so they only they can join in. Nice. That's pretty cool. Well, Ka-ching. I will go next with what I've been getting into. Uh, let's see. Suncast and I like talked. No, I was not. Sadly, Suncast and I talked about this on Twitter. Actually, I believe it was either Wednesday or Thursday night. Was the Double Dare reunion on Nickelodeon? They did. A, they did an episode of Double Dare today in the modern world and it was pretty cool from a nostalgia standpoint so you can probably check that out on nickelodeon on demand still they brought back the cast of all that to guest star on it and i was like man these guys are old too i don't feel so bad (laughs) i remember the last time i saw an all that uh, actor was Lori beth bunting in the episode of workaholics yeah Lori beth denberg that was bunting I think it's Denberg. She was on uh, the Double Dare reunion show, but they brought back like the original host, the original announcer. They brought back some of the original uh, obstacles and things like that from a nostalgia. Who else do you reunion for rather than the host or the announcer? Who else could you bring? That's true. But there's always, there's never a guarantee they'll be able to do that. And what was pretty cool is they did it at a nightclub, I guess, somewhere (laughs) at one night. So I was like, this is hilarious. And we also have to give him his proper due. The host was Mark Summers. Mark Summers. Come on now. Yes. Oh, yeah. Mark's, isn't Mark Summers a germaphobe too? I don't oh, remember. Yeah. He is. Think- yeah, he's a big germaphobe. So some of the other things I got into uh, Black Friday sale on the Xbox Live digital store. I bought a couple games there. I got GTA Five, and I've been playing a lot of GTA Five lately because I was late to the party. Surprisingly, I'm not generally a huge GTA fan. I have loved GTA Five so far. So how many hookers have you uh, had sex with and killed right back again? I have not had sex with any hookers yet, but I have enjoyed having my characters go and meet the guy that wants to legalize marijuana and watching them trip balls as soon as they smoke that weed. That's hilarious. Those damn aliens. Yeah, the damn aliens and then the clowns. The clown one is creepy, but also (laughs) scary at the same time. I also picked up, and I haven't had a chance to play it yet, there was the Microsoft original. It was called ReCore that came out. I picked it up for 15 bucks as part of the Black Friday sale. It also included a playable version on Windows 10, so I might fire that up and try it on the PC after the show today just to see how well their Games Anywhere initiative works. And I do know I'm getting Gears of War 4 for Christmas because I was already told I was getting it for Christmas. That is also one of those ones you can play on either PC or Xbox, so when I get that, I'll try the digital version on the Xbox as well because I'm super curious about it. Uh, A couple other things... It's fun. A couple other things I did do... uh, I used to play flight sim games, especially the X-Wing and X-Wing versus TIE Fighter games a lot when I was a kid. Well, I picked them up as part of the Star Wars Humble Bundle probably a year ago, but I haven't played any of the flight sims because I didn't have a joystick. Well, Best Buy for part of their Black Friday had a decent Logitech joystick for half off, so I paid $17 and bought myself a USB joystick so that I can go back and play those X-Wing games that I loved as a kid, and I will be playing the crap out of those. I'll probably put some of those on Twitch, and I did also figure out the requirements are so low, I can put them on my surface and play them upstairs in the winter when it's cold down here and just <laughs> set them on my surface and play on that. <laughs> Will you be making yep. airplane noises? I'll be making laser noises. He'll be, <laughs> be shooting holes the size of swamp rats in no time. Swamp rats. Swamp rats. That, that could be a, se- that could be a sex joke, too. Okay. Uh, one last thing I did want to remind folks of 
because I'm sure there's other stuff I got into that I'm forgetting over Thanksgiving. Uh, did you also it, get arrested? I did not get arrested. <laughs> uh, last thing I did want to remind folks, if you are a fan of any of the CW superhero shows, this week is the crossover starting on Monday. Ooh, yeah. That is November 28th is the four night crossover between Supergirl, Flash, Arrow, and Legends of Tomorrow enjoy it now because i don't know if we will get it again because of all of the work they had to do to make four shows cross over like that it starts soon and it's going to be fun and uh just a quick psa for folks if you enjoy legends of tomorrow after the december break it is moving to tuesday nights evidently so it'll be on after flash there you go so yeah that's what i've been getting into uh anthony what do you mean getting into uh let's see Back on working on Pacifist, we started the third volume of artwork on the game, which the way everything looks now this time, we should be getting everything done by December and be ready to go to Kickstarter on a, in a February, I believe. So I'm excited just because now that we've locked down what we basically, I don't think there'll be any more changes art wise. And so I got the computer updated. I got the tablet finally calibrated. My freaking Intuos was refusing to cooperate with Photoshop CC on my new computer, so had a couple weeks of just pain. But yeah, that's all calibrated and all working. I bought some uh, nice Kyle Webster uh, digital brushes for Photoshop, started doing some work, and had a meeting with the pacifist guys yesterday. Everything looks good, so we're, we're moving forward with all the new cards. So it was basically starting over from scratch, but we've already done five or six in the new style, so like it's going much faster. So that's been really nice. Um, speaking of Kickstarter, uh, Sean Pryor and AJ and Jay Reed's uh, Force Kickstarter is still going. They're getting close to their uh, 75% mark. They have $2,700 out of their $4,000 goal. And they've still got uh, 23 days to go. Uh, it's a football comic book. Go check out the artwork on it. Uh, Jay Reed's art is just fantastic. And knowing that Sean Pryor is writing it, I know it's going to be a good story. It's uh, really cool looking, though. Just uh, the way the guy designed all these uh, super... Um, super uh football characters for the the teams that they created it's really really cool artwork and then yeah also uh, the dirk manning's nightmare world omnibus has got up to the point now where if you back it it's a 500 page hardcover omnibus of four graphic novels that this is the only time it's going to be sold as one book and it's been upgraded to the point where it now has the ribbon it has golden uh gilded edge pages a gold foil stamp on the cover and the cover will now be made out of leather. So it is a leather bound 500 page uh, anthology horror series. So it's going to be a, a, just a fantastically gorgeous book. Then uh, I finally started unboxing a bunch of stuff and pretty much uh, my early Christmas stuff arrived. So I unboxed my, uh, my newest toy here. I got my new microphone going. I got my AT uh, 2005 working on my swing arm. So now it's not on my desk. So, if I hit my desk, it's not messing with my mic anymore. I got uh, my art desk chair unboxed and set up yesterday. And I unboxed my new uh, brother printer, which I have a nice, uh, spent a couple hundred bucks and got one that can print and scan an 11 by 17. So once that's hooked up today, I can finally scan all my Inktober work from this year, which is good because I've got two or three pieces that need to go in the mail. And I've been waiting to get them scanned before I mail them out. So Naki will have some Gears of War artwork coming in the mail. And Handsome Jack. And Same Handsome thing. Jack. Yeah. And then, yeah, I got a Martheus Wade's kid. I'm sending him a couple. So, yeah, it'll be nice to get all those all those be done. And then uh, we got a new Smuggler's Bounty. 
So the new shirt is Rogue One. That was the new Spiffy shirt for today. Nice. Uh, the box was nice. It's got uh, it's a little, it's the slightly skinnier one. We got the the button in the patch, like always, which nobody really cares about. The important part, though, is the figures. This time they did three figures with the T-shirt. So we got the Jyn Erso one, which is really cool looking. She's got her uh, goggles on, holding a little like machine gun. We got an Imperial Death Trooper. This is really cool looking. At the, it's the black suit, big rifle, and then the eyes on the mask are like a super dark green. So it's not all black. It's really, really cool looking figure. And then the new ones they did, what's it called? It's um, da, da, da. the first mini Hikari. So Lord Vader is the first mini Hikari ever made by Funko. It comes in silver, blue, red, black, and gold. And the one I got is blue. So it's like clear plastic. It's all sparkly. It's a really funky looking Darth Vader figure. Oh, is that kind of like what they did with the Doctor Strange one? Yeah, a little bit. And then, um, yeah, it has the, the description on it for all the stuff in the card. And then I think the card this time was uh, one of the main things that they were trying to focus on for actually actually uh, selling boxes for next time. Because what they've uh, already previewed after the Rogue One box, the next box is going to be the Return of the Jedi box. And so a lot of the Funko collectors are flipping out because the, oh, no, it's going to be the Empire Strikes Back box in January. And a whole lot of people are flipping them out about it because the 100% exclusive item in that one will be Han Solo on a Tauntaun. That's cool. And so, yeah, they're doing a mounted figure where it's actually a creature instead of a car. Basically, I think all the other mounts they've done other than uh, Ant-Man, they've all been vehicles. So, yeah, so we're actually getting an actual Tauntaun with Han on it and his winter gear. So that one's real cool looking. I might actually get that because I kind of like that. It looks spiffy. And then, yeah, um, while I was ordering my microphone and a couple of books for, uh, I got some more uh, Super Dinosaur books for kids for Christmas. I basically just took care of my my own early Christmas. So I finished off uh, the Civil War, which I call the bad guys, Team Stark. So I finally got War Machine with his uh, stun baton. You're wrong, but okay. Yeah. Team I got Team, team Cap all the way. Hey, Team Cap's now fighting against Trump. So you cannot go against Team Cap. No, no. Chris Evans is. Captain America is not. Let's be clear. Which is Team Cap. And then uh, I got Crossbones. So I got the the five because I have the the version of him with he's missing the mask. But I finally got the one where he has the mask on. And then you could call everybody in this movie a villain because they, you know, it was just all bad. But I got the Walmart exclusive Batman versus Superman glow in the dark. Why are you supporting that shitty movie? I'm not, but I'm supporting the Funko Pops because Funko Pops are awesome. And then uh, they had the nice little you know, add-on features where like you add something for four or five bucks. And uh, one of the the TIE fighter pilot was super cheap, so I got that as a little add-on. So I got the all-black badass-looking one. And then my local Walgreens actually went through. And every time I go and check, they have like two, three pops, like beat-up boxes that they never replace, and they just leave them sitting there. And it's like, you know, if they have stuff in the back, it's never going to get brought out because they're waiting for the ones that are out there to sell. And apparently somebody finally talked to their management and was like, you know, if you bring the shit out from the back, that will sell. And then you'll have the other ones left there, which they're not going to sell anyways. So all of a sudden they had a ton of their exclusives out on their shelves the other day, which I hadn't seen before. And so uh, this one I could not pass up, the Boba Fett prototype armor. So it's Boba Fett in all white. Yeah, I saw that one at my local Walgreens too. It's pretty cool. Just freaking cool looking. Yeah, got all of those. And then I got another 
freaking message or another note from the U.S. Postal Service. So I'm getting into this because I'm going to get into the post office tomorrow and fucking yell at them. Yay. Got another sorry we miss you card. Bitch, they didn't miss me. I was here in the in my condo all day yesterday, never left. So when the mailman came, he put this in the box and never even tried to contact me. And it basically says that there's an amount of postage due on something because they tried to forward it, which means that it had the old address on it because I've ordered like 100 Kickstarters. There was a ton of them. I couldn't go and change the address anymore. It's not an option. And I put in my forwarding information like you're supposed to. And they're saying that it's an extra couple bucks for them to forward it from the old address across town to this address here. But they want to charge me that fee for forwarding it, but then not deliver the package. So basically, they want money for not forwarding a package. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. U.S. Postal Service sucks balls. Captain America having... make it great again. I'm trying to see if I'm going to have that you problem. Might. Because I've been sending things to my parents' house because I don't know what package delivery is going to be like here uh considering yeah. i live on the south side of chicago so i'm going to try to pull up my account and see if i can cancel the package forwarding because it's my roommate's house like it's fine if stuff gets delivered there i can just go pick it up let me know if uh if if that's a thing that you can do because i'd rather go to my parents house because i know somebody's there 24 hours a day whereas here not so much and i live on the south side of chicago i'm making that very clear <laughs> like <laughs> Yeah, stu- stuff might disappear, and especially during the holidays. We know when packages start disappearing, it's this time of year where people start snagging shit, which is awful, but it does happen. Yeah, right. but yeah, I'm gonna have to check to see if that if it's something where I can just find I can just actually cancel the package forwarding because yeah, for them to say oh it would cost they only paid X amount for shipping, so it would cost another two or three dollars to ship it across town. But since that fee hasn't been paid, then we're not going to deliver it. So you're charging a fee for not providing a service. That is bullshit. Don't disagree. Uh, quick PSA: If anyone's interested, you can get a PS4 Pro for about three hundred twenty dollars right now online. Evidently. Oh, so you're getting oh, your own? No. Yeah, Chris. I've yeah, spent. Chris. I've spent way too that, much money. <clears throat> that's the other thing. I did finally play a game. I played a little Overwatch with Willie last Sunday. Yay! And then I saw uh, somebody advertise on someone I'm following on Twitter. I don't remember who it was, but they said uh, Dark Siders Two was on the PSN store for sale again. And yeah. I went and looked, and it was six bucks. And so I ended up i bought that i haven't actually played like a fun just platformer in a while and it's the definitive edition so it's all the badass stuff it's based on joe mad's artwork so it's these gorgeous design worlds and characters and yeah you get to play as fucking death and i'm gonna let you know it uh, plays more like legend of zelda yeah so but i mean yeah it's it's yeah it's it's puzzles inside castles and moving traps and stuff but then yeah fighting with crazy size and guns and then uh, every piece of armor you get changes the way death looks. And then what mm-hmm. I really like is I found a pair of possessed size. And when you click on them to upgrade them, you can take all the trash items that you're getting and feed them into a possessed weapon. And it upgrades that weapon's level. And as that weapon keeps upgrading in levels, it keeps getting better stats. So cool. you get possessed items and then can feed trash items into it to make them stronger. I like the idea of a pair of size that are eating all the trash gear in my bag. Not but yeah, that's shabby. been a that's a fun game. Well, pretty cool, Naki. What do you mean getting into as we wrap things up here? Uh, Anthony talks too much, so I'm gonna go fast. Um, <laughs> I uh, had a lot so of stuff I, this time. Shush, shush! It's my turn. <laughs> uh, so played some Overwatch. Started playing Heroes of the Storm, uh, which I'm terrible at. Um, Boyfriend and I are going to go see Moana tonight, which I'm really excited about. Ran a 5K on Thursday for the Turkey Trot. 
Uh, did it in 42 minutes, not my best time, but I also forgot to take my asthma medication right before it, so that was super fun. Um, but I didn't die, and that's what matters. And um, played uh, Jackbox games last night with Draftsman and a bunch of uh, boyfriends, friends from work, and my parents. Um, played Jackbox games with Willie, and going to play again after the show. And uh, my Christmas tree is up. We pay- We went to the dollar store to pay for all this stuff because dollar store is hella cheap, and I'm not paying a whole lot for Christmas decorations. Um, and we wrapped all of our paintings up in wrapping paper and called it Christmas decorations. Nice. And- <laughs> uh that's that's all i'm getting into that's all i'll talk about today cool so we'll start wrapping things up here friendly reminder we stream live every sunday at 11 a.m eastern 10 a.m central over on geeks.live and on alpha geek radio notice i didn't say channel three because they have developed a new approach of they just put you on an open channel when you turn things on over there now so you just go to alpha geek radio and click on the all things good and nerdy logo at the top of the screen and it loads our video podcast We stream basically everywhere that we can. We want to be all over the internet. Your next live show that you can watch on Geeks.Live is tonight at 9 p.m. It is our friends at PopXCast that will be chatting about their geeky nerdery. But I think that is going to wrap things up as we get out of here. You guys have any final thoughts for us? Anything? Um, Willie, we can't hear you if you're talking right now. Oh, two things. <laughs> uh, Fantastic Beast has no plot if you go to see it. Yes, it does. It's Zero. called it's called Member Harry Potter. That's not a plot. <laughs> that is not a plot. And uh shit, I had oh yeah, and if you're on the eastern seaboard and you hear a like a rumble, that's just my loud shit, so don't be alarmed. Jesus uh, damn it. Well, um I, I don't know. I, I really yeah. don't know. I got nothing, yeah, guys. You're welcome. You Will, well. Willie, you, you killed the podcast, sir. You, you killed it. And I don't know Is where we a, go from here. We'll see you guys next week. Please make sure you tune in to the next episode of All Things Good and Nerdy. Thanks Bye, guys. for listening to this brand new episode of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast. Don't forget, we'll be back next Sunday live at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, over at live.atgnpodcast.com, channel 3 of the Alpha Geek radio app, and over at our network home at gunnageek.com slash live. If you have any feedback for the show, please contact us at atgnpodcast at gunnageek.com on our hotline number at 304-806-ATGN, or even better, go to Twitter and send us a message at atgnpodcast. The music you've heard in this show is produced by Kevin McLeod and can be found at incompetech.com. So you guys do know on the post show, they can't see you guys moving around, right? Damn it! <laughs>